Hello and welcome to Gaming the Podcast. My name is John Robertson, joined as ever by Stace Harmon. And this week we're doing something a little bit different. This week we are answering five questions that are designed to give you some more insight into what we like about games and which games we like, which series we like, which um, games and series we want to see more of. Um, so definitely do answer these questions at home, play along with us, uh, get involved in the discussion. We are at Indie by Design on all social media platforms, so do let us know the answers um, to these questions that, uh, that you've come up with for yourself. So the five questions are, what is your favorite video game series? Which is the series that you've played the most? Which series would you like to see make a return? Which video game series have you not played but you really want to? And away from the series, just what is your favourite game? If you pick one game, what game are you picking? Okay, so fave series then. Fave series, fave franchise. What have, um, Stace, what have you... What have you got for this? Was it an easy decision? Have you got lots of options? Well, unlike some of the other entries on this list, um, this was a pretty cut and dried choice for me. Um, I don't have a ton of honourable mentions. I could have come up with some, but it was very much kind of asked the question. And my answer is, perhaps unsurprisingly, it's The Last of Us as a series. So one and two plus uh, the Left Behind DLC for the first game. And I think... Like it was a fairly straightforward decision for me, and I think it's a lot of this is about what this franchise has so far meant to me, kind of as a wider thing, as a almost like a it's like there's several events in my life that aren't just don't just involve me sitting down playing The Last of Us. They are things like um, it was kind of incorporated into part of my honeymoon uh, back in 2014 when I went to see The Last oh, of Us. Oh, the girls are swooning right now. Like, oh, how, how, how I wish my how man was like that. I wish I my partner was like that. Well, it's, 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 yes, it comes from having a very uh, understanding partner who knows me very well. Um, but that was a, a thing of going to see The Last of Us uh, live. It was a one night only thing in Santa Monica and we were already going on honeymoon and we were going to South America and to Canada on honeymoon. And this trip happened to coincide with uh, the very beginning of that, of the honeymoon. Uh, My wife, Gemma, I was like, well, obviously we can't go to that. I've been asked to do this thing for Sony. We can't go to that because it's, it coincides with this. Uh, She um, insisted that actually I really should do this. And so we worked it out and basically Sony flew us. We changed our flights. They, they flew us to Santa Monica, um, and then down to, to South America so that we could go and do this thing and I could start my honeymoon by working. But it was also, um, it was a great deal of like enjoyment in seeing this thing on stage. Um, for those that don't know, mm. this, this performance was a, it had the actors on stage and they kind of acted out the, some scenes from the game or some cutscenes. It sounds really goofy. And I guess in, in many ways it is, but it's, they weren't like running around with toy guns shooting at each other. It was just the oh. actors playing their <laughs> Nerf guns and stuff, you know, it was the actors playing their parts or standing there and doing like a, a monologue or, or a dialogue with, with another person. And it was, it was quite a thing to see. I mean, it was, yeah, as I say, it was very goofy, but that was part of, so that was just part of this thing. Um, I've written art- many articles about The Last of Us, like about gender roles in The Last of Us and how that relates to my own life growing up and kind of male and female role models. 
Um, my daughter's name is Ellie. I mean, and what I particularly love of all of this is that this came from a game that the first time I saw it at a preview event at a, might have even been a review event, I don't remember, but a, a, a an old cinema in London. So he put on this event. Um, and I played the game and I hadn't really seen anything of it until then. I played the game for like 10 minutes and then watched somebody else play it. And I was like, mm, yeah, whatever. All oh, right. It's, you know, this is the bit that's like Uncharted. And oh, this is the bit where you're going to go into this arena. And it's very clearly going to be a combat situation because there's all this cover to duck behind. So I'm, um, I had no real expectation of it. Um, the thing that I sort of knew of it the most was that there was this hoo-ha about how Ellie, uh, Ellie's character model or in the concept art, at least, um, or the promotional art looked like, um, somebody whose name I now can't remember. Elliot Page, um, Ellen Page at the time. So that was a, that was kind of, that was my introduction to it. And I didn't really have any expectation. And then I sat down and played it and I was like, oh, okay. It means a lot more to me than I expected it to. Um, I'm certainly not blind to its flaws. I don't, I don't pre- sort of pretend it, that it's a perfect game or, or hold it up as an example as a perfect game. It's just purely what it means to me on various levels for various reasons that, yeah, my favorite series on this list, this is, it was probably the easiest of the, and the one that I went to the quickest. Um, and I certainly understand that it has its detractors. I know that certainly last of us part two has a lot of, uh, a lot of people were upset by that game for me it was just all part of the story it was like that's how they wanted to tell a story and and as much as i felt uncomfortable or didn't like certain parts of it that just enhances the whole kind of emotional impact of it and that's why it remains it that didn't really change anything the part two if anything i suppose it it uh kind of doubled down on it being my favorite series it turned it into a series rather than just a single game with dlc um so yeah, it's it's The Last of Us. Um I know that you've played it Not very but surprised. kind of bounced off it, right? You were I mean you weren't Yeah, I've played The Last of Us 1 all the way through. Haven't played The Last of Us 2 all the way through, although I, I think I have almost. Um I wasn't yeah, I, I don't really mind about the story elements and the controversy around some of the characters in their and their actions and who you play as and whatever that people are angry about in The Last of Us Part 2. Um, I don't know. Um, uh, there are lots of little things that I don't like about it. Just add up to big things. I find that all the combat situations are pretty similar. the mm-hmm. The actual movement of the characters I find quite like janky and like not especially um mm-hmm. well done. I guess. Um, which I know sounds like sacrilege. Like no naughty dog do everything right on the animation. <laughs> Um, (laughs) like it's even little things it's like picking up weapons and stuff it just looks rubbish I don't know Mm. I don't don't mean to say it looks rubbish because that's no but that's that's not you don't know I mean to be honest I put you on the spot there because you don't need to justify why it's not your favourite any more than you know I do why it is my favourite and I've got a long list of reasons why it is you know you don't need to similarly don't need to have a list of reasons why it isn't it just (laughs) yeah I came unprepared for this legal (laughs) hearing Please lay out all the reasons why the last yeah, one doesn't work for you. Moment, please, as a video game. Um, yeah, but <laughs> anyway. no, I, I, I respect the series a lot. It's not that I don't like the games. I do like the games. I, I just, um, I don't know. There's other games yeah. I like more. So doesn't I, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, so it wasn't as easy for me to swing away from The Last of Us. Um, mm-hmm. 
wasn't as easy for me. I've got three, six. I've got nine entries here on my fave <laughs> series, and I'm still not sure what my fave series are. So let's run through them quickly. So Resident Evil, Final Fantasy, Football Manager, Gran Turismo slash Racers of that sort. I've got written down because like Gran Turismo and Forza were like kind of hard to split. I suppose Forza is the better one now, but certainly as like a sort of anchoring thing to the mm-hmm. concept of sim or somewhat sim races on console, then Gran Turismo is the one. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, Yakuza, Pokemon, Psychonauts, and Street Fighter. Like, some of these are not going to win, definitely not. So mm-hmm. Street Fighter's not going to win this. But yeah. I feel like Street Fighter, so it has to be included in there um, as just something to mention as part of sort of communicating, like sort of shining a light into... The things mm. that I'm drawn to. Um, and, yeah, even that's not going to win already. It's the only one I've been speaking about. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. There's just, like, a cool factor to Street Fighter. It's like, it's like everything. It's not just the gameplay. It's, like, how the characters look and, like, the, the films that have come around it and stuff. Um, yeah. It's like the sort of the whole world around it is, is pretty and cool. we've all got those or no because some of us aren't as old as others but we I, I feel like we've all got those stories of growing up playing street fighter 2 particularly at the arcade and you know and that that sense of like it feels like there's a there's a very special time of my life that involved yeah. playing street fighter 2 in various arcades around the country campus ands and various yeah. chip shops well there's been three sort of street fighter games so street fighter 2 or street fighter 2 turbo anyway Mm-hmm. Um, Capcom versus SNK two, mm-hmm. and Street Fighter four. I like the Street Fighter games that I've played like loads of, absolutely loads of. Um, I bought my first fight stick for Street Fighter four. Hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, Still got it. Yeah, so I've played a lot. So that's not going to win. But anyway, there you go. Street Fighter. <laughs> There's info. five minutes on Street Fighter that's not going to win. Um, so, but, but between the other ones, it's really hard. So between Final Fantasy, Resident Evil, Yakuza, um, and probably Grand Theft Auto. I mean, I'm loath to leave out like Grand Theft and Pokemon, Psychonauts. <laughs> I think Pokemon is one that's just sort of had its heyday, really, with me. It's probably not going to yeah. get back to that level again. Yeah. Um, Gran Turismo and races of that sort, uh, 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 games I will just play, play forever. Um, but isn't that too? Isn't the isn't that an easy one to kind of put aside from a favourite series conversation? Because because it's not any one series. It could be this game from this series or on this platform yeah, yeah, yeah. or this one over here. So that's a you can kind of shift that. I understand that, and I would. I mean, you've got you know a whole racing setup that kind of you mm. know that that speaks to how much you enjoy those games and how much you get out of them. Um, yeah, but so yeah, there's no one series in that. In yeah, that genre. So it's probably down to Resident Evil, Final Fantasy, and Grand Theft Auto. Football Manager is a brilliant one as well, but we'll talk more about that later. But the um, it's given a game away a little bit, but the uh, Resident Evil, Final Fantasy, Grand Theft Auto, I, I think so emotionally Resident Evil and Final Fantasy are the ones I'm drawn to, mm-hmm. but in terms of like gameplay and just pure enjoyment and stuff, Grand Theft Auto is like equal, if not superior to those games, but it's mm-hmm. not really one 
not like think about so much or like crave as much as the other ones. Like new entries in a Final Fantasy or yeah. an evil franchise. It's like, oh, crave those. Like, well, that's um, what I was going to say about you. That the, the, when I've seen you or when I've heard you most excited about something that's coming out, it has been one of those two series. Um, and probably I would say maybe the Final Fantasy edges it just in terms of how you've talked about it. That may be because the big game was like the Final Fantasy VII remake, which is has a you know that's very specific that has a very yeah. special place in your in your heart so maybe you know but that's kind of from an external perspective certainly final fantasy resident evil the two i've heard you talk about most sort of passionately and probably final fantasy of those but that's you know that's from an external perspective yeah yeah so i don't yeah it's really hard to separate those and i've been playing res 2 remake again recently uh speed running on um the fourth survivor hunk Mm-hmm. Um, I can get that down to like eight minutes flat now. Uh, if anyone, if anyone knows what that means, it's a pretty good time. <laughs> Not amazing, Laying but it's down pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, I might even got seven minutes. Something I can't remember. Um, and I've been yeah going through. Uh, well, Claire B. Claire B. Story was the last one I did, but I've been going through those as well to try and get um, better ranks. Um, yeah, and it just it just made me realize just how incredible like. The, the series as a whole, but that game in particular, Resident Evil 2 Remake, is just ridiculously good. So, like, it's like, well, I've played it against like, one of the best games of like PS4 era. Like, it's just mm. unbelievable. Unbelievably good. Um, so if pushed, which which do you... I mean, obviously it can change, you know, from day to day. This isn't by, legally binding. But if you, right now, if you were pushed, which which do you think of those two series would you, would you opt for being your favourite series? Yeah. Um... I think because of all the nostalgia and everything, it's got to be, it's probably got to be Final Fantasy. But then I was trying to think then, like, oh, if, if I was losing one <laughs> of them. Immediately caveat. Yeah. Like, I'd be so gutted if there was no Resident Evil. I'd be so gutted about it. And <laughs> I'd probably play Resident Evil more than i play Final Fantasy because there's different, you know, there's more current games to to play and they're kind of easier to replay, I think. Um, you know, you had to spend 120 hours on it. Um, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Would I want Final Fantasy VII not to be there? Um, so yeah, okay. I'll say Final Fantasy, but but I'll have to Final Fantasy. Just have an affair with Resident Evil. (laughs) Okay, so Final Fantasy. Well, does this maybe maybe you're maybe not? Um, you may have alluded to the answer to this next question already, but let's see. So moving on from favorite series, of which The Last of Us is mine, and Final Fantasy is probably yours. Uh, how about a series that you've played the most of in your entire? life slash games playing career which which series do you believe you've played more of than any other yeah so this is well i know the answer for this but it was i think the three that i've played the most is probably fifa call of duty and football manager and football manager is will be by hundreds of hours the one that i've played (laughs) the most like by hundreds like it won't be close um, I think looking on my Steam list, I've got many football managers, all of which are hundreds of hours played right. on, on all of them. Yeah. Um, like hundreds, so that's, that's not, not just not like 100, then, like yeah. hundreds. So that's um, not even just them one or two entries in the series because it was a particular time in your life that you played a lot. This is, is it as much as like almost every football manager game gets played well, that much? Back, or is back it- to Championship Manager 98. <laughs> right so before foot manager even existed as a, a, a in, by in name 
um up until now although i haven't played the last the latest one very much um i, f- I don't know i think i might have been overloaded with football with the euros and the premier league and all the fixture congestion after covid yeah, and stuff i, I might have just been <laughs> yeah it's just an overload with the football i haven't played football manager but um yeah it's comfortably it's comfortably the most if you talk to if you talk to or listen to miles jacobson the head of sports interactive who make football manager um he'll try to tell you it's not a video game it's a sports product mm-hmm. um which it is it is but you know it's also a video it's game. also a video game <laughs> um so i uh, it's totally valid for this uh this football product totally valid for this for this list um yeah i think with football manager i think i might have said this before um on the podcast but i can't remember like it's the deepest and most complex role-playing game i think that mm-hmm. uh, that's ever existed it's just so it's so ridiculously in depth. This one tiny thing that you do, literally one tiny decision. It's like, oh, do you want to talk to this player after this, you know, disciplinary problem or whatever? And you, mm. if you don't talk to him, or if you do talk to him, and what you say to him or whatever, will have a ripple effect that is, you know, just huge, mm. just absolutely huge. Um, so, like, no, no two players' games ever feel the same after, like, you know progressing the day the day is only by a couple of days um mm. no two players games will look the same again um it's yeah. just so and and that role that you take in the game of of manager and of sort of overseer and one responsible for all, all these players and your own career in the club and the league you're in and whatever um you really do feel the pressure of it you really do feel um involved and like a part of this this mm. thing and i i don't think you know given all the complexity in rpgs like the witcher and divinity or in mmos or whatever i still i still uh, well i know like there's just the the potential for unique stories differentiation between players just un um predictable things and predictable things as well i mean it's not all unpredictable that wouldn't be very fun would mm. it like but now random thing happens on saturday <laughs> and then the next day oh another random thing happens like what's what's this it's ridiculous um but yeah just the complexity of the game is is um and the stories that come out of that complexity uh, you know like there's a reason you can play it for hundreds yeah. and hundreds thousands of hours like because it's literally never the same just so long as you like the base um concept of football or football tactics of running a team or you know buying buying and selling players whatever bit or bits you most like um it's all considering like i'm not i'm not really into football in any way shape or form but i have said to you many times that the thing that i i can nonetheless uh be interested in the theory of football and the psychology of football particularly and this like the role-playing elements that you're just talking about there where you make a decision and and like that does seem more true to life than you know if you have an interaction with somebody and you get off on the wrong foot maybe it's a first impression a first meeting and then something happens and they then start or you then start looking at your future interactions through a different lens because this particular thing happened on this particular day it sounds more like that and it then feeds into ways that you know they they already have like a in video game terms maybe it's a minus 10 to their you know impression of you or your your reputation of them or your appeal goes down by a certain number and maybe it's under the hood it's all maths but the that that is what happens in in life you know that is that is far truer to life than than like a lot of other choices in 
role-playing games where a lot of them, I think, are very much concerned with the results, with showing you the results of your choices. It's like, well, you did this, Mm. therefore this. It sounds like, as somebody that has, I think, probably played Football Manager for all of about 10 minutes it sounds like it's far more nuanced than that and far it's far less interested in making you feel like you're making important decisions than it is just presenting you with an experience that factors all those decisions in it doesn't go back and say you know there is no such and such will remember this later on you know it's not it doesn't bother doing that it's just like you just trust that that's what's going to happen every decision you're making that's happening on every decision so that's so that, that is appealing to me despite the fact that yeah football is not uh you know I'm, I'm not a thing i'm particularly interested in in my day-to-day life yeah and given the complexity of it as well like you'll never know the results of all of mm. your decisions you, mm. you just never see them um, even if you went looking for them, I don't know. You need to be like a data analyst or someone like to work out if it's actually what kind of impact that's had. Um, so some things seem to make no difference, but they are making a difference somewhere, and it's and it's being projected back through somewhere in the you know patchwork of information that you're being given. But there's yeah. no that you can't see it all. Like you just can't. Like there's just way too much. And also, you're not just managing like an, an individual. Mm. Um, you the only person you're directly in charge of is you and your decisions as manager, but you are having huge impact on players and coaches and opposition managers and whatever. Um, so the role play in that aspect feels more realistic because it takes away a lot, a lot of like the people under your, a lot of your charges, I suppose, are yeah. not directly controlled by you, and you're not making decisions for them. You're making decisions that impact them, and then they're yes. doing things. Yeah. So it feels more real in that sense as well, because like you know, in real life, we're not just we don't say something and then that thing is just done immediately. Like it, we, we, unless you do it yourself, like you need mm. to rely on others. So the game feels more realistic because the people that you need to succeed or the things in the game that you need to succeed are not in your direct control. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you need to try to, you know, motivate and encourage them and influence them through what you can control. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It just feels a very dense, very dense game because of that. And yeah, one that you can spend <laughs> a lot, a lot of time in. And it's not, it's not like, you know, no matter what Jay from the Inbetweener says, it's like you can't complete the game either. <laughs> like, so you just keep playing. Jay can. <laughs> like, you just keep playing. Is. Yeah, exactly. It's, the game Jay shut itself can. off. You've won all the trophies. <laughs> it's just, there you go. You retire now. Um, yeah, right. So, football manager. Well, football manager yeah. for game series I've played most. What's yeah. on your list? Well, mine is of a similar ilk, kinda. Um, civilization is it? Mine is. <laughs> mine is uh, civilization. <laughs> funnily enough, um, the yeah, the civilization series uh, is one similarly that I've played for. I mean, yeah, I've played individual games in the civilization series for hundreds and hundreds of hours. And so collectively it is, it is in the thousands of hours. Um, and there are, I think there are some sim- similarities there with, uh, kind of the things that it, um, the, I guess the, the itches that it scratches as, as there are with football manager, except that with civilization, a lot of your decisions are, are surfaced. That's very much part of the game and part of the franchise is, understanding and controlling those numbers that perhaps in football manager are invisible 
uh, or at least less vis- less often visible. But in civilization, they are much more. You know, you are you are literally building um, this particular wonder because it gives you plus X to your mm. culture or your. So it's a it's very much um, kind of a it's kind of a planning and then executing and then seeing what comes out the other end of that. And I don't. I mean, there's people that we know. Uh, there's a certain Mr. Pete Oliver at mm. Sega who I think has probably played Civilization more than I have. And he, he certainly plays it in a far more directed kind of perfectionist or chasing perfection mm. kind of way than I do. Mine is much more of a sort of experiential, let's just spend time in this world. And I'm playing it as a game and I'm playing it to ultimately to win. But it's, I don't have all of the, you know, I don't like see the matrix. I don't have all of the, um, I know I need to do this, this and this in order to achieve this by turn 50. But yeah. I do, you I don't do even just need in- to look at the upgrade path anymore. No, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, of course I do this because it's, it's suboptimal to do anything else. You know, I don't really have that. There's some areas where I have that sort of knowledge, but not, not really. There's not a thing that I've ever chased. Um, I think he's, Pete's beaten the game on like God mode and I'm nowhere near that. But again, it's a game that has meant stuff outside of video games insofar as I suppose, not like The Last of Us, but insofar as it's a game that me and my wife have played a lot. Um, Gemma doesn't play a huge amount of video games at all, but she mm. will play Civilization has very possibly played it more than I have. Um, our kind of collective playtime is certainly within the thousands of hours. And there are, you know, I don't know, there was like a, uh, where we were, we went on holiday once, took a laptop with us. And on, on the days where we weren't out like hiking, when we went to Wales, we'd be like, oh, let's have a quick few turns on civilization. And there's just like, it's just been part of a, a lifestyle or part of moments in my life that are, um, just outside of let's sit on the sofa and play a game. So that's factored into certainly my wife playing it and being, being very happy, not just happy, but actually instigating it often wanting to play it. Being happy, putting up with it. It's like, yes, I'll go on then. I'll play the 3000th hour of civilization. Um, is a big part of why it's, it's, I've played it so much. Um, and I do, I, I think that has persisted, I started with Civilization 3. I don't know that I have ever played the first two, and if I have, it's very briefly. Um, but from 3 onwards, yeah, each one has been, has been, yeah, with, as I say, in the hundreds of hours. Um, and that, that may have dropped off slightly with, the, with sort of in the last couple of years, which may or may not have coincided with kids, but it's, yeah, but it's still by far my most, my most played series mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and I'm, and I will, you know, I do anticipate, I am looking forward to whatever comes next and same like with humankind that came out, um, earlier this year, that was another thing that's like, well, let's have a look at this. And the big deciding factor for me on that was simply that it didn't launch with hot seat play. So Mm -hmm. you can't, you know, you need two machines, you need two copies of the game and all the rest of it. So there's really, well, they're not silly, but there's just very basic logistical reasons why a game may or may not kind of take hold. Um, and yeah, civilization has kind of, uh, at least something like Hot Seat has often been patched into a, into a game that it didn't launch with. And so, yeah, it's, it's just taken hold and has, has, yeah, always been kind of there or thereabouts in, um, in my most played list of any, probably of any given year. It's always been up there. So yeah, I think there's probably some, as I say, some, you know, football manager and civilization are closer than say football manager and, 
GTA, but um, mm. in terms of their similarities. Um, yeah, that's that's certainly on my list and will probably continue to be on my list for years to come. Forever. What Did you have anything that was... Was there anything else on the list that there has was, the potential to overtake it, for example? Like well, my, f- my first thought was Civilization. Then it was like, I would check my... Your Steam stats make it quite easy to kind of verify those kinds of things. But something like um, Hearthstone, which I've touched on before, I mean, mm. for considering that is... Well, Hearthstone's one of those odd ones because it's kind of like a live service game, isn't it? That it's... Although it is just one game and technically uh, is the same game or the same title or the it's not even they the title's changed in the last few years as well but it launched as Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft and it's now still Hearthstone but that has gone through so many iterations that it was almost a series within itself it's kind of yeah. there's very distinct not necessarily numbered entries or even like oh yeah that was Hearthstone of 2015 but that is a game that I've played a lot of but that doesn't log the uh doesn't log the stats so mm. That I think that's probably in the hundreds of hours, but when I looked at kind of Civilization, all of the entries, it's like, well, that, you know, Hearthstone might be a contender for single most played game, but in terms of a series, yeah, Civilization, I think, does dwarf that. Um, But yeah, I don't know, aside from those, there wasn't anything that immediately, I, I just don't think there is another series that I've played for, you know, certainly not thousands of hours. I mean, maybe hundreds but certainly not thousands. So no, that was a, another relatively easy one or straightforward one in terms of the answer kind of presented itself rather than me needing to do too much digging. Um, yeah. All right. But, so yeah, but one I did have to do a lot of digging for a lot of thinking for bet, at least was, was this next one, which is the series that you would most like to see return. Mm-hmm. So I've got a few entries in this list. Um, I mean, is this another one like your favourite series that you've got a whole bunch that are contenders and and do you have kind of a standout one or is there... I've got five, five that I'd like to see return. Half, I've got six listed. Five of them, like definitely, yeah, I want to see return. Another one is like, I could leave it, but but, you know, just for... um, I don't know. For fun, I'd like to see it return, but it's not on the same level as these other ones. So, okay. Um, so I've got Portal, Hotline Miami, Silent Hill, Dead Space, Wipeout, the ones that I would definitely want to see come back, and then mm-hmm. Parappa the Rapper <laughs> as one that, like, I'd like to see that. Like, I'd, I know not as much as Silent Hill, um, but I do, <laughs> I do have a soft spot for rhythm games and and. Rhythm games that are like not too hard either, not like these crazy ones that you see on like iPad and that, and you go mm-hmm. online and there's someone doing the world record video and it's like, good lord, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> easier ones, easier ones than that, yeah. Because um, I used to love proper and like Guitar Man. Did you ever play that? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah that I did. Brilliant yeah. game, that was Man. absolutely yeah. brilliant game. <laughs> um, but yeah, so of these, Portal, Hotline Miami, Silent Hill, Dead Space, Wipeout, Silent Hill is the one that I want the most. Um, it's not a series that I played like loads and loads and loads of back in the day. Certainly Resident Evil I played much, much, much more. Mm. Um, but I always do think that of the, of the grand, uh, of the grand, of the Resident Evil Silent Hill style of survival horror, there aren't that many games in that style. No. Um, so having another big series, um, that can, sit alongside Resident Evil. And Silent Hill is always a bit 
bit different. It's more like psychological. It's darker. It's a lot of stuff about like the mind and um, psychology, whereas Resident Evil is a bit more sort of in your face. Um, and the PT demo obviously sort of mm-hmm. got everyone's hopes <laughs> up uh and then it just you know disintegrated just scared jesus um, out of me yeah so i uh, i think i'd like that to see that come back the most dead space i'd like to see come back as well but if it was in that form not like what dead space 3 was where it's just like a shooter basically oh, yeah um hotline miami I'd love well, to see Dead, come the back. Dead Space remake is. I, I've not seen a tremendous amount of it, but what I've seen of the Dead Space remake and the developers that are doing that talking about it, it looks amazing, and it looks like it's the. I don't know. If there is such a thing, but it looks like it's the right people to be doing it because they seem to really yeah. care about the ethos of the original Dead Space and the yeah, all the tone and the atmosphere. So I am really looking forward to that. I'm hoping that's going to be do great things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then the others, yeah. So Hotline Miami. Um, was like the best Vita game by like a 10 times over. Mm. Um, Portal. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't done another portal, but then Valve don't, don't do anything that anyone yes. wants them to do. Um, <laughs> it's like, why hasn't there been another portal? Oh, it's Valve. Right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then Wipeout would be good just as a break from more serious racing games. I'm, I always play like, you know, there's the odd kart racer here and there's the odd like arcade mm. game, but they've mm. kind of, I don't know. I don't really. I think the genre has kind of dipped quite badly recently with sort of arcade uh, mm. um, racing games. Um, so it's I mean, well, even the new Wipeout games that we've had in even in years gone by have been like yeah, remakes or collections or like, oh, this is, you know, pulling these tracks from this Wipeout game and these ones from this one and putting yeah. them together. Like there was the Omega collection, which I think was basically that. Um, yeah, I just don't know yeah. how big the market is for those sort of mm. games anymore. Those are arcade games, certainly ones with weapons, apart from, you know, Mario Kart and well, Crash Team Racing's done okay. But kart races are kind of in another sort of separate subgenre again. Um, but anyway, uh, Silent Hill. Um, yeah, and as I say, I didn't play Silent Hill as much. And in a, in a way, my sort of desire to see Silent Hill come back in in a proper big way and there's always rumors about it but mm. um is almost maybe apologetic to like okay give me another chance <laughs> to yeah. to get into the series properly um so yeah yeah would and there, then just mix with the survival any... horror resident evil sort of combo like they 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 yeah. make they made back in the day like such good sort of foils for each other because they were similar enough that the same fans that yeah. you know the fans yeah. of both games existed but they were different enough that they really were their own thing it's like um, fifa and pez that like once upon a time in a in a different or even international superstar soccer as i used to know know it as back in the late 90s um yeah would there be any sort of trepidation like would it be immediate like if you heard that a silent hill game was coming out would there be any of that like oh no i hope they don't mess it up or because you don't have the ties to the sort of past series would you not really have that kind of concern there isn't like a you don't really have sort of a i don't know like a level of expectation in terms of it has to be this type of thing um Um, because some of them have been great and some of them have been really not so great um more recently well, I mean, I mean, there are all these rumors that it's been going, but to my that there is a new one. But to my knowledge, I don't think it has actually been confirmed. But um, 
Anyway, sorry, what was the question? If there was, would there be would trepidation? You, would there be any trepidation? If you heard one was coming out, would you just be like, oh, that's cool, I'm really looking forward to that? Or would you would you have anything like that would make you uh, concerned that they were going to Yeah, of course up, I'm I concerned. Guess. I mean, what have, what have Konami done good recently? <laughs> <laughs> like, um... I mean, not to sort of... Konami, have, look, they're, a great, they're a great developer, and they, they have been great. But recently, uh, you know... It's just, they're just it's just it's just controversy isn't it or disappointment that, that all, all the, the news about yeah, them being made yeah, um so hard. yeah i would have trepidation so they'd really need to um they'd have to confirm that the studio working on it is mm. one with a brilliant track record basically because yeah. because uh, if it's if it's like an unknown or if it's like um I don't know, some new internal studio or some morphed internal studio, then uh, I don't know. I guess it would depend on what names are attached to it. But I don't know. It feels like if you're going to work on that series with the expectation and you're going to work on it with Konami, who are going through a rough patch, then you're going to need to have some really good leaders on that project mm. in in order to have the strength to make good artistic decisions. Um rather than just trying to be whatever it was that whatever it is that we think the fans want based yeah. on our reading yeah. of it on reddit yeah. or something it's like oh yeah. come on but i feel like konami might be tempted to do something design the game along those sort of lines because you know it needs a hit so mm. let's just make mm. it as populist as possible but i mean when does that when does that work out really um yeah so so Silent Hill done kind of in in the right way and just with some some not just here's a teaser trailer but like oh here's some stuff some concrete stuff to get excited about rather than yeah, stuff exactly. to be worried and about. Yeah 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 exactly. Yeah. Um yeah. like announce who's working on it what's the studio when when in the law is it set like all of that stuff. Mm. Okay. And then I'll be very excited about it yeah and then probably be very disappointed by it when it comes out. <laughs> well that's the roller coaster of emotions that you get to have with the uh, the protracted development of video games. Fun, fun times. Which is why it's sometimes awesome when people just release stuff. It's like, oh, by the way, this thing's coming out. Oh, wow, that's cool, and it's out now, or it's out next week, or it's like it's yeah. There's no big build up. Um, so I'd, I was I was expecting to have at least some crossover with your list, um, developer wise. There is, but not uh, not entitled was. I've actually only got two other kind of honourable mentions, which are Legacy of Kane and Half Life. As I guess, kind of cliched as as yeah. Half Life is. I could do um, Legacy of Kane. Actually, that should have been on my list. Soul Legacy Reef of Kane, is like one of my favourite games. Yeah. See, I actually was more. I was more Blood Omen uh, Legacy. That was that was one of the first games I remember being like blown away by the, uh, well, by the acting. I guess by the narration. Mm. Um, that it was. Yeah, it was incredible. And so and Soul Reaver was also an incredibly well designed game. Um it didn't sort of resonate in the same way with me. But yeah, Legacy of Kane, I think there was I don't know, a few years ago there was a multiplayer Legacy of Kane ga- game that was like I don't know, it was like an arena shooter or oh, it was well, anyway. It, it was heard. it wasn't very good. I think it changed its name as well. It was started it started being more obvious that it was a Kane game and then 
that became less obvious. But anyway, so a proper Legacy of Kane game, I suppose, is the only reason I bring that up. Like a either, I'd take either of those. I'd take like a Blood Omen or a Soul Reaver um, style game. Mix the two, great. Uh, but yeah, but my actual choice um, would be for a new XCOM game, and uh, more specifically, XCOM Three. Uh, because I've been playing Chimera Squad recently and really like some of the things they've done with that and they've taken it in a different direction. But XCOM 3, it's that kind of knowing that there is a certain amount of, um, a certain sort of familiarity, I guess, but a certain base level of expectation that I can have about what this thing is, which it was a bit more difficult to have with Chimera Squad. Uh, mm. Because those games, I, I love that, like sitting down and being presented with a problem and then it's that kind of there is an optimal way to solving this problem but also there is some risk reward involved and that's you know i really like that i think xcom does that really well it kind of tempts you to do things that you know are risky and then it will sometimes punish you and you kind of Mm. you know you can't have too many complaints like sometimes it's just it can just be blatantly unfair like you've got a 90 percent chance of hitting and you don't but you know that's still a one in ten chance of missing so there's it just does like and it mixes the base building and the the all of like the research tree stuff um with the out in the field stuff really well it's a very it's a kind of it feels like quite a seamless blending of two different styles of game that isn't always sometimes isn't done very well in other games. It's like, here's this type of game. Here's a open world adventure with base building elements. And it's like, they sort of just don't, they butt up against each other. But XCOM is kind of from start to finish, all of the elements of it fit very nicely together. And it's, it's just something I find really satisfying. So, and I know that it's, it's like dozens, at least dozens of hours of, of gameplay and of like just those kind of satisfying decisions. So, yeah, and XCOM, specifically XCOM 3, is something I'd like to see. And it's feels like it's about due. It's been five or six or so years since Yeah, XCOM surely then so. they'll be releasing another one. That series was... The There's recent no entries were super popular. Yeah, yeah. so that's... Um, yeah, I'd, I'd very much like to to kind of get back into into XCOM after my sort of... I think after my, my uh, appetite has been whetted by Chimera Squad recently. So... Yeah, so mine's XCOM for a series that I would like to see return. Um, how about the next category being series that you haven't played, but that you want to? Uh, I will make a slight caveat mm. to this, because I'll say that, like, well, perhaps I don't need to until I tell you what mine is, but the series you haven't played, but you want to, do you have, you know, how many entries kind of was there for this? Is that... You do, you do play a lot oh okay i was gonna say you do play a lot of games and there's uh, probably isn't that yeah. many series you haven't played, so but, which yeah so there's a bit of a caveat on this on my so i think uh apart from one of the i think i've played all of these a little bit um mm-hmm. but because i yeah I, I couldn't find one i couldn't think of one going and through when i was um, trying to see if there's anything i'd missed that's obvious um I couldn't find one that I hadn't played at least like a little bit off. Um, yeah. yeah. So of, of like, you know, worthy franchises for this section, I, I, I played most of them. So I just run through the ones I've got quickly. So um, I think I know the answer. So um, and I think I know which one I'm going to pick. Um, so Metroid, The Sims. Um, oh, no, sorry. There's seven. 
Metroid The Sims Control, which I know only has one game, mm-hmm. um, and I've played a little bit of it. Minecraft, Titanfall. Hmm. I've hmm. played some of Titanfall 1, not barely any of Titanfall 2. Uh, Romper, which I have played a bit of the first one. And then just MOBAs in general. So League mm. of Legends, Dota 2, Smite, Heroes of Storm, whatever else you want to add, Pokemon. Um, uh, as like a thing, and I know that's not a series, but I, I, I am always, I always do think like, oh, this will be, and now I'll, now I'll do MOBAs, and I'll download League of Legends, and I'll download yeah. Dota, and then I'll play it like <laughs> once or twice, and I'll just be like confused by the 55 million characters that you've got to choose from now and it's like okay i need to go away and like read a book about this before i can even begin um but i still really want to it's just i wouldn't i need to find like a team to do that with i wouldn't just like want to play with randoms online um so i think i'll just bounce off that pretty quickly um and then the sims so the sims one i played quite a bit of but haven't played it since Mm. Um, and I, and I am kind of curious about it. I do like games. I do like those sort of like dollhouse kind of games, whether yeah. it's like the yeah. Sims or if it's like SimCity or City Skyline or, um, Park Architect or Rollercoaster Tycoon or whatever. And I know they're the sort of management city park management is different to like what's in the Sims, but you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, uses some some similarities there but Mm. just that concept of just being able to build this thing and it's really i'm more interested in like the house building like the house than managing like the sims lives yeah i can well imagine i don't know if you can do it in the later sims games i imagine you can um just put it on infinite money and just unlock everything and then just build a house (laughs) or whatever Mm. or like and then just do silly things in the house like lock someone in a bathroom or whatever um doing that sort of thing and just mess around with it like that as another game almost kind of like how i play football manager now where it's just kind of on the, in the background a lot of the time yeah and you're yeah. just dipping in and out of it for like i don't know 20 minutes or whatever um throughout the day whenever you've got whenever you've got um time now on metroid the new metroid did make me more curious to jump in but mm-hmm. i don't know if i'd be like jumping back i have played the original metroid a bit on um because you can play it through the switch on the yeah. snes games yeah um but i don't know if i'm gonna like jump into original metroid and play through the series up until up until now um but yeah. like it is an idea that i like but am i ever gonna do it i uh, i don't know um so i think the most realistic ones on this is the sims or Romper, which i have just started playing a tiny bit on, so that's a bit of a cheat. Um, but this, I mean, it sounds like it's less perhaps series that you haven't played but want to, and more like series that you would you want to be into, series that you would yeah, like yeah. to kind of yeah be invested in. But yeah, that's more accurate. Currently. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, as I have, I've hit. I can't remember if I've ever played Minecraft before. I must have for I like a tiny that. amount of time. Honestly, yeah, it's um, this, this massive phenomenal thing. But yeah. yeah, but I am curious about it. Is it one that I really want to be into? Like, not really. But I am curious about it. I've done. I've done. I've read a lot about Minecraft. Watch a lot of yeah. videos about Minecraft. Yeah. Know about Minecraft from that sort of more, um, sort of like impact and um, mm, theoretical mm-hmm. position. But my actual one to one. Um, relationship with 
Minecraft one-to-one um, engagement with Minecraft is zero, I think. Um, so I feel like I should play some of that just for knowledge, really, um, mm. just to just have a first-hand perspective. Um, but yeah, I think The Sims. Um, Control, I will go and play some point. It's kind of a cheat. It's not a series. Metroid, I might play the new one, but I don't know if I'm going to go all the way back. Danganronpa. I will play, annoyingly, I bought them really cheap on PC a while back, and now they've just been released on Switch, which I'd prefer to play them on Switch, yeah. but the Switch yeah. prices are ridiculous yes. <laughs> compared to yeah. um, Steam, um, yeah. or what, what they're currently available for on Steam, or they were available on Steam when I bought them. I bought them for like a few quid each in a sale, and now they're, they're like £18 each on Switch. <laughs> um, and yeah, if anyone wants to join up and make a MOBA team, then I might, then might consider that. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> otherwise those those games will stay as we'll like remain want out to of play. Reach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So I think I think that notion of like series that mine's a mix of series I haven't played and want to, but there is definitely some of that series that I'm I would like to be into. So I've only got a couple of entries. Uh, Titanfall is also on my list. I am forever hearing phenomenal things, particularly about Titanfall 2. It is also super short. And so it's not like, oh, I've got to play it for 60 hours to see what all the fuss is about. I don't. It's, I don't know, 12 hours or something. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose this is amazing. Yeah. This is maybe clutching at straws a bit, but I've played a lot of Apex Legends. Mm. which mm-hmm. is the same company is the same movement system yeah, etc yeah. so i feel like i feel like i already kind of like titanfall to an extent association to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well titanfall is yeah on then and specifically titanfall 2 really um of those games uh the yakuza series is another one that is like i i it's one of those that i'm i don't know why i haven't played it because it has, I think, in talking to you about it, and you've talked about it on the podcast many times before, um, it has a lot of the stuff there that I was like, well, that appeals to me, and I want to play that. And even, like, the setting, that's one of the things we talked about in, in previous setting, like, um, previous podcast, was favourite settings. And Japan is one of those for me. So it's like, it's just, it's an oddity that I just haven't. And I think, I don't know if maybe some of it is just not really knowing where to start, aside from, well, with number one, but... There's also a zero. So, well, you know, it's like, yeah, what's that, zero. What's that I, I would say zero is the place to start. <laughs> zero is one of the best ones as well. Okay. Well, and there are the remastered easy. editions of one and two, um, mm-hmm. but they are remastered. So it's got like the older gameplay. Um, yeah, sure. zero. Yeah. It's got newer, newer gameplay. Yeah. It's also, also six. The latest one is a great place to start because it's got a new main character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll remedy that, but the actual, series that i would most like to be into and i'm not is red dead redemption and i yeah, see i'm not into that and i haven't put it down as one that i really want to be i've, I've tried i've yeah, completed well, you, red dead you've one you've also played quite a lot of it though haven't you haven't oh, i've played i've played a lot of it, it. Yeah, yeah, so you, yeah. So, so I was into it for a bit, but yeah. now I well, just never want to play yeah, it again. <laughs> Fair enough. But the on the sur- not on the surface of it, like from what I hear of it, from the things that I see of it, it has that real like, or potentially what I read it to be as a real sort of emotional core that I think I would or or would resonate with me, or I would resonate with. But that's one, and I think it, it there might be sort of a thing like with the Last of Us with you that it's like it's the gameplay kind of just gets in the way of that stuff for me. So I don't, 
come to it with a ready formed attachment to it. And so I've tried to play Red Dead 1 twice. And I think on both occasions, I bounced off it at the exact same point, which is really early on. You stay at a farmstead and I think in the middle of the night you get woken up and there are wolves or coyotes or something attacking the farmstead. And you have to, it's not particularly difficult. It's not, I just, it just, it felt like I was wading through stuff to get to the good bit. And I'm like, I don't, I just don't want to do that. I don't, not when I know this game is big and long and... You know, again, perhaps a bit like with you and Last of Us Part 2, it's like that goes, you know, Part 1's a 12-hour game, Part 2's a 30-odd-hour game. That's that's a lot to ask if you're not immediately connected to something. But I really like the idea of it. It seems, you know, Rockstar's games are have that kind of level of otherworldliness that it's like, this is a very well-made thing. Um, I just don't particularly resonate with it but i but i would like yeah Um, well i mean there is a lot of waiting through stuff as you say in both red dead one and two but i would say even though i wouldn't put it as like one of my favorite games like when i was playing both of them they are ridiculously involving um and brilliant when for me Mm. when you're playing them like going back and thinking about do i want to play red dead 2 again it's like well no i don't it's not because it's a bad game. Um, it's just because it's a lot of game and there's a lot mm. of stuff to do in it. Mm. So the wading through, so, so like the open world element of it can get in the way of the story. But then in another sense, it kind of makes the story at the same time because like it is supposed to feel like this large, giant, open wilderness and your yeah. character is going through a lot of quote-unquote boring stuff um even though i don't really think it is boring going through the open world but anyway i can see like a lot of slow stuff Mm. um because it is you know it's supposed to be like well that town and this town on a whole like you know this is a big journey for someone even though they're these little pockets of population around so you're supposed to feel isolated you're supposed to feel disconnected you're supposed to feel vulnerable and everything's taking a long time and life is slow and but but when the action happens it happens you know like boom 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 like you know you might have gone you might go cross country for 30 minutes on the way to the fight but the fight is over in two shots it's like and that suddenness like it's almost like a tarantino film in that way Mm -hmm. like when violence Mm -hmm. happens in tarantino film it tends to be very sudden like it's not like a protracted giant shootout that happens for like 30 minutes like yeah heat or die hard or something um happens like boom 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 but there's a lot of just talking and a lot of going through stuff before you get to that um it's a bit it's not they're not really wildly similar but like in red dead and tarantino not wildly similar but in in that kind of um well, part of it sounds like part of the part of the enjoyment is in the anticipation, is in the build up. Like you, the reason that's so powerful and so impactful in that moment is because you have just spent thirty minutes trekking yeah. cross country, and, and or, you get yeah. connected to your character and your horse because it's just you and the character and the horse mm. going across mm. stuff, and you going across the and you're seeing all the vistas in the background, and you're you know going making a choice to hunt that yeah. or not hunt it or yeah. rob that person or not rob them or do you want to do cinematic mode or you just you know, sometimes like it's just like okay i'm just gonna like trot through like i would always just like trot through town rather than like just you mm-hmm. know sprinting the horse mm-hmm. through town knocking people over left right and center <laughs> it's like no 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 like walk through here like not just because it's more realistic but just it's just cooler like it just yeah. looks cooler yeah um so 
Yeah, yeah I think but- it sounds like there's similarities there to, to the way that I felt about Death Stranding, that that notion of getting somewhere, like, yes, all I'm doing is delivering some boxes when I get to the other end, but that doesn't tell the story. You know, it's like it's the, the 30, 45 minutes I've just spent navigating a route or avoiding confrontation or just trying to keep my cargo in good condition. It's like, and you can't manufacture that. It ha- you have to experience it. You have to have gone through that to then have that payoff in that way. And it's, it's, mm. yeah. And that, so, I mean, maybe the answer is for me to just skip Red Dead 1 and go to Red Dead 2 and just, you know, read the synopsis of the first game or whatever. Like it's, yeah, uh, you'll it, miss out on what is a brilliant ending though. <laughs> the end, like genuinely, it's like one of the best endings in video games. That is, it's absolutely, yeah, it's just really that- good. That's one of the, it's a bit like TV series for me. It's like, well, I don't want to jump into this thing now because I've got 10 series of it to watch and I just don't have the mental energy to do that. Yeah. It's well, like you need to watch if you, game. Yeah, yeah, if you watch a roundup of the ending, you need to watch something that incorporates the whole game's narrative though, because the ending just won't sure. mean anything. No, otherwise. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's, that's for me is the, the series that I, I haven't really played at all. Uh, certainly, you know, in terms of a percentage of the entire thing, I've played just a minuscule amount. And the, on the other side of it as well, I would just like to be more into than I that I am, despite the fact I've made very, like, sort of shallow, tentative attempts to. Um, yeah. It might be time to, yeah, give that another go at some point. All right. Well, it's time now to move on to the final section. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, we're moving away from series and focusing on single games now. So it's the big question, favorite game, <laughs> <laughs> which is the kind of it's the question when someone says like when in talking to someone new and they're like, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I do these things in video games. Like, oh, yeah. what's your favorite game? Yeah. And it's like, oh God, oh, how man. long have you got? And like, how much know. you know about video games? Because I mean, yeah, it, this is, this is tough because I've got some, a few things written down and I, this is the one category that I hadn't entirely decided before we started recording what yeah. it was going to be nor have so i and i've got tough. 13 entries i mean i don't have that many I don't, I don't mine are mine are again for anybody that's probably listened to this podcast for any length of time they won't be surprising that if i'm going to say what my current favorite game is the list i've got is hades the last of us it's, i think it's tough. I mean, even that's tough because I don't know if I can say The Last of Us Part Two. If if like if you haven't played Number One, then it just has a completely different impact. But anyway, Hades, The Last of Us, in some form, um, and also the Hitman series, which again is a bit of a cheat. But like, so Hitman, you've done current favorite. I've done what is like, what's your favorite, my favorite game to game? play today? I but that is like that encompasses like what is my what is my favorite game right now is is how i've interpreted that rather than like well yeah that's how i've interpreted it that's because oh, okay. that's I've sort just of how done i all time okay well yeah i mean this yeah i mean this kind of i don't know <laughs> i think my favorite changes with with any given you know like from year to year there isn't yeah, it's hard i can yeah. say well my favorite game when i was you know i loved populous when i was a kid or i loved monkey island but like it's like that is is that my favorite game so i don't know i don't honestly i don't we may uh end up arriving at no conclusion whatsoever um i would say that probably my well what sorts of things have you got on your list let's do that uh, by myself a bit so i've got unsurprisingly got res 2 resident evil 2 final fantasy 7 i've got sim city 2000s day of the tentacle persona 5 braids 
Metal Gear 1, Divinity Original Sin 2, Super Mario Bros. 3, Bioshock, Bayonetta 1, GTA San Andreas, and Shadow of the Colossus. Mm, oh, Shadow my the contenders. Is a good, yeah, that's a good shout as well. Um, I think Shadow of Colossus, uh, spoiler, I think Shadow of Colossus is my favourite. Just gonna jump that was, in there. That was good. I like that. Just cut 13, straight to the chest. 13 nominees. And Shadow Cross is the best. See you later. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you later, everyone else. Thanks We're for We're running coming. really long. That's, that's a really good, uh, that's a really good uh, cut yeah. to the chase. Shadow of the Colossus, yes. I but mean, it's really hard. Yeah. And like Final Fantasy VII is so hard to, the original, is so difficult to not want to just put at the top. But I, I mean, a lot of this is, but it's hard to, it's hard to, a lot of it's nostalgia, yes. Yeah. But it's yeah. also like what's influenced you and like what, drew you to games and what still do you look back to and compare other games to and and things like that so sometimes even though you're not playing it now i still think certainly games that you compare other games to are still giant contenders Mm. in this category Mm -hmm. because you're still clearly Mm -hmm. holding and they're influencing other games right if you're comparing it to them um of recent ones divinity original sin 2 is it's hard it's hard with persona but if it was a single player game, I'd go for Persona. But if I had other people to play with, I'd go to Divinity. Um, so, yeah. but yeah, Shadow of the Colossus trumps all of them, I think. Um, although it is it is difficult. Like I look at San Andreas on this list as well, and I think, oh god, I had many hours loving San Andreas um, and Braid as well. I remember like Braid was just like when I finished Braid, it was like, oh. What a feeling of not only accomplishment, but almost like bizarre, like pride in Jonathan Blow mm. made it. It's like, wow, mm-hmm. that, that was really good. What a like, thing to well, exist. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Um, like genuinely well done for making that. <laughs> like that's very impressive. Um, but I think the feeling, Shadow of Colossus, it's got so many things that I like about things in general, not just games. Like it's it's got the unique gameplay and all of that, but it's also got... I feel like I love things that just that ask questions rather than give you answers. So Shadow Colossus mm-hmm. asks a lot of questions and relies on you to provide the answers rather than be told what to think or what the the real answer is or or whatever. Yeah. Um Bioshock does a very similar thing. Ruined by the ending. It's but the, the but, but, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, it does a similar thing. And the world building in Bioshock is great. But the world building in Shadow Colossus is brilliant as well just much more sparse but the elements that it uses there like the odd bridge here or this tower here or the design of this boss here like again it gives you that little bit but then it asks you to fill in the rest of it so it's the world seems way more expansive and bigger and um more interesting because because of that like it's almost limitless because of that because it's so Mm lacking in limitations through its lack of things that it asks you to 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 fill in the gap um it's another game that has you quite happily trot across the map you know to your towards your next objective without without needing to entertain you along the way without saying okay well we're gonna you're gonna get bored if you do more than three and a half minutes without you know pressing x so Mm. Yeah, um, it's quiet. And, yeah, it? and just moving towards different bosses. I think it was the first game. I think at that point that I played where, like, bosses were the levels. Mm-hmm. You know, like just moving mm-hmm. between bosses now. Yeah. It's, it's quite common now, but um, just moving between the levels and yeah, just like seeing each colossus for the first time, working out how to 
how to defeat it. Um, and, and they were real bosses, right? It wasn't like in God of War where you go and there's a giant thing, but all you're doing is just sort of like moving up this tiny path of it yeah. uh, across yeah. it and you're doing like a quick time event or whatever. And like, those are fun, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I like those sections. But in Shadow Colossus, these are real independent things that you can climb all over and do, but not all over, but you know, obviously within the context of where they've put the ledges and stuff. But, you know, they were yours to approach as you wanted to approach them and pace as you wanted to pace them with the giant creatures in God of War or whatever. It's not that, is it? It's like a cinematic moment. Mm. But in mm. Taylor Colossus, everything's like slowed down that bit. Um, I just remember feeling really, really sorry for them as well. <laughs> like, yeah. kind of like before the ending and before what happens at the end. But even just like when you're in there, like they they look a bit sad like and they look they a do. bit tired. There's something in their and, eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, um, and their movements. But yeah, yeah. I've, I guess it's my favorite game, or I think it's my favorite, because not just because of the act of playing it and the the tone of it. That's sort of not melancholy, but kind of just more, um, you know, just open shot to like contemplate things more. Um, uh, and I don't know. Yeah, it just it just asks a lot of questions as to what a game could be for me in terms of its entertainment value and its ability to yeah just have enjoyment in different forms right like not just like resident evil this is mm. getting my adrenaline going because i'm low on resources and it's tense and it's scary or um braid because you felt clever doing the puzzle or um you know whatever bioshock because it's fun to use the guns and go around the world or whatever shadow colossus offered something that wasn't immediate, you know, but like stuck. Yeah. Well, it was kind of immediate, but 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 something the way its longer tail impact was bigger than the immediate impact on it in terms of thinking about what that gave you and what that meant to you. Yeah, yeah, it's for yeah. I mean, Shadow of the Colossus is a yes. That is that it would or should be on my list. That is yeah for all of those reasons. Um, I think my feeling of. And it's, I say it's a bit of a cheat because like the, the more recent Hitman trilogy, which has now become this world of assassination, which is, you know, it's effectively a game, but you need to have bought multiple games within that to sort of for them yeah. to all exist in this framework. But when I put Hitman on, that's what I'm putting on. I'm putting on all of the games, all of that content. Um, but it's a similar, it, I wouldn't say it has the same kind of, uh, you don't contemplate, uh, sort of existential questions in the same Life. way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though ironically you're there to, to, to end it so that you would think there would be more questions perhaps, but it's, it does revel in its own goofiness. And that's, I think I, I wrote about this in uh, one of the recent newsletter entries about what I've been playing recently. It does that thing of like, it switches between kind of these dark, sort of graphic novel style sequences where there's some there's some like you know shady things going on and there's some things that do ask you to to contemplate like the wider world context but then it switches between that and being just completely goofy and and there's a there's a talking peacock um that only you can see it's like it's just silly but in in that very much like toy way like i like that about it i like that that notion of playing a thing that where you just exist in the world there's no like oh you have to get to this point by this point you're not moving through the level from start to finish you're just 
like walking around. And and I do some of my play sessions in Hitman have been just kind of that ex that notion of exploration of just walking around and logging things for next time. It's like, oh, that's interesting that that person does this route or that opens up if you wait next play for this. Yeah, like the next, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go into this level and just sort of explore. I don't even necessarily do you do need that. To- you what go you- into the mission without like uh, completing an objective in mind. I will go in. Yeah, like I'm. Yeah, I mean, I will go. I don't necessarily then come out of that level, just quit the level without having done anything. But I will go into a level not with not with any great plan in mind. Not with like, oh, I know that I need to do this. It's like I might, I'm going to spend time in just this particular bit of the map just mm-hmm. to learn it a bit more, just to, just to learn the world. So I do to see what opportunities come up and that, and you know, what, oh, I didn't know there was a wrench there. And if I take that wrench next time, then I can go and do this other thing. So it is like a, it is like a toy in that way. It is just like playing with it just to see how it's put together and how it works. And that's yeah. the thing that that's really the, the biggest and possibly the only thing that keeps me coming back to Hitman is that it's not, it's not the, how quickly can I kill the, the targets or how how efficiently can i do it or can i get you know silent assassin rating suit only and all of this stuff it's like just the playing with the game and its world that is the biggest draw i find it quite sort of relaxing to just go back and i'll just stick hitman on for 20 minutes and i may not achieve anything i'll just be in it you know i suppose in a way Mm. i don't know maybe in a similar-ish way to sort of mmos but i guess there's always like a little mini mini goals that you have when you're you're doing that um so yeah i mean hitman perhaps is my my current favorite thing because that's how i that's the thing i'm drawn back to time and time again um but yeah there's also it's difficult for me to to you know extricate like favorite game from favorite series um Remind me, what were the other ones on your list again? Hitman? Uh, so Hades, The Last oh, yeah. of Us, um, Hitman, all of which are very, very current, uh, very or very recent, at least. Um, although The Last of Us, the original was, you know, it's, it's uh, what is it, 2013 that came out, so it's nearly nine years old. Um, yeah, and then there's a bunch of childhood games, but the, yeah, the Monkey Islands and the Grim Fandangos and like those that meant a very a lot to me and I've played the remake since since the originals and you know they still have a special place and I think that's a very relevant thing that you said about like games from the past that if you're still comparing games to those then they have they clearly are still having a big impact and like an adventure game um like Monkey Island I will still compare to Monkey Island like does it does it hit those particular kind of marks for me um and often they don't, and I don't know that they ever will, uh, but it's probably some nostalgia in there as well. So, yeah, I would say favourite game, Hitman, but I imagine if you ask me next week, my, my opinion will probably change. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also, as I say, I'm cheating because I'm rolling three games into one, but hey-ho. Uh, yeah. It's so fine. That's, IO, that's what I'm IO will be very proud <laughs> yeah. of their achievement. <laughs> I also like Space the way it's Harman's released, you know, like just this good constant content updates, which I know again, isn't a new, isn't a new thing. I just, it's, it always gives me something to go back in and have a look at. And I just don't, I don't know. I don't, there's the, uh, the games, the kind of games that I played typically don't usually have that. I mean, certainly like Hades and the last of us don't have that, for example. No. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm going to settle on. There we go. 
All right, yeah. so favorite game, Shadow Colossus, Hitman. What are we calling it? Hitman World of Assassination. Is that what yeah. it's called? <laughs> Just so I can cheat and have three games in one. Yep. Yeah. It World sounds like a ride. It? it sounds like a ride <laughs> at like, Orton yeah. Towers. And you're at, <laughs> entering the World of Assassination. Like, <laughs> two hour queue. What could go wrong? Um. All right, so those are our five questions answered. We'll be putting these questions on social media, so do look there to answer them yourself. We are at Indie by Design across all platforms. And as ever, if you want to see and check out and get more information on the books that we write, then you can visit us at IndieByDesign.net where you'll have all of that information at your fingertips. Uh, Otherwise, we will see you again next week. And thank you for listening.